we warmly welcome all of you to this contemplative meeting during which we would like to focus our attention, our inner contemplation on the path of self-initiation as proposed by the school of the Golden Rossi Cross. While there may seem to be a contradiction between contemplation, action and deed, a seeker for eternal truth will always focus his contemplation on self-examination in order to prepare himself or herself for a new mode of life. For it is the right contemplation which always coincides with the insight that only a new life of action can lead us on an introspective path of soul liberation. Over the world now moves noses light, and like a gale it shuts chasms wide. Who undergoes this power in the heart first gains true faith, then the deed will start. And this sublime key to the holy land allows true reason, cleanses the hand. The will then drives to action so great the pilgrim enters through Moses' gate. The following is a quote from the book, The Living Word, chapter 37, by Catherose de Petri, one of the founders charged with creating the mystery school of the Golden Rosicross. These words show us that humanity is, as it were, hearing deaf and seeing blind. 
as long as it expects its salvation to come from its own nature. Quoting, there is a divine field of life that surrounds and pervades the whole universe with its sublime vibration. There is a universal truth that lies deeply hidden in every human heart and that wants to be manifested in and through human beings. For millions of years, humanity has been wandering around on the material earth. For millions of years, fallen humanity has been occupied in breaking through its condition at an idea of materiality and thus converting its downwards involutionary course into an upwards evolutionary one in order to resume and finally fulfill its return journey back to the Father's house. For millions of years, divinely empowering entities have been engaged in the attempt to impel humanity to fully develop the mental consciousness that is organically already present and to use it for its exalted purpose, namely the achievement of transfiguration. End of quote. Transfiguration is the transformation of the lower, eye-centered life into a higher divine life. Transfiguration can be accomplished in every human being because human beings carry a nucleus of the higher divine field of life in their being, in their heart. This soul nucleus, the rose of the heart, is linked with the divine origin of the human being. Starting from that divine nucleus in the heart, from this primordial atom, human beings can return to that origin, provided they cooperate with it voluntarily and consciously. Whoever seeks from within for the source of all life will begin to experience the call from the original field of eternal life the call that comes through the divine nucleus in the heart. Whoever answers this call will find Ariadne's thread, the thread of Tao, the shining trail that leads to the truth of the Gnosis, to the source of all life, the divine field of life. The call from the original field of life surfaces as a pre-remembrance coming through the rose of the heart, the primordial atom, from the divine nucleus in our being. If the call of the gnosis is recognized, this recognition is like an assignment to walk the path to the truth of the gnosis. The path to the gnosis is both the path and the process. It encompasses a tremendous process of development. It leads the human being from eye consciousness via self-knowledge and knowledge of the dualistic reality of the earthly field of life, the universal consciousness and knowledge of God. It is a path that starts its course from the nature-born soul, via the construction of the new soul, 
to enter spirit soul consciousness and thereby partake in the divine field of life. The path of the Gnosis is a path of self-freemasonry, of self-initiation, not on the basis of the eye-centered life, but on the basis of the rose of the heart. This self-activation should take place with the help of the universal Christ power that emanates from the original field of life. This universal power helps a human being to build a new soul that will ultimately enable him or her to partake of the divine field of life. The nature-born body is not a goal of creation per se. It is a tool, an instrument to accomplish another birth, a rebirth in the microcosm. And this instrument, that is you and me, can be of invaluable importance for the whole microcosm. And by microcosm, we mean the small world that surrounds our personality and with which we are linked. The purpose is not to lead the earthly eye-centered human being to the divine world, but it is to lead the microcosmic human being back to its origin. This process has been described in many scriptures. The Gospels describe the beginning of the process by the figure of John the Baptist, who is going to make the paths straight for his inner Lord, for the new soul that is called Jesus. Jesus, the new soul, is born in the stable of the human heart. That newborn soul releases a new consciousness in the human being, in addition to and contrasting with the nature-born consciousness. Thus, the human being is literally living in two worlds and receives the strength from both. John, who loves and focuses on the new power, puts himself in the service of Jesus because he knows that only the new soul can overcome the earthly eye-centered world and can link him with the Christ spirit, the spirit of love. And that is the way, the truth, and the life. In the Tao Te Ching, Lao Tzu said, to be able to govern the present, you must fathom the Tao of antiquity. To know the beginning of the original means to hold the thread of Tao in both hands. And how can a human being find this beginning? By going the path of the five-fold universal, universal gnosis. It is the path of insight. It is the path of longing for salvation. It is the path of self-surrender. It is the path of a new attitude and mode of life. And hence, finally, it is a path of manifestation, the thread of Tao.
The thread of Tao links us with the origin, with the nucleus of our innermost depth, the primordial atom from which the new soul is going to grow. The possibility for neogenesis lies hidden in this soul, nucleus as in a seed. And when the call of the gnosis has been heard and the truth has been recognized, insight is released and an intense longing is awakened in the heart, a longing to become whole again. The longing for the new life is called longing for salvation. Longing for salvation is not a result of a decision of the natural will or of advice given to be followed. But we are dealing here with an inner urge that fills the entire being. The power of the gnosis, the Christ power, will respond to this longing. This power affects the human being and deepens his insight. In this light, the human being learns what must be done and what has to be left alone in order to release the new life. He surrenders to that new power and it is the self-surrender of the I.
whoever is touched by the power of the Gnosis is linked with the new possibilities of life. In order to be able to use these possibilities, the human being has to attune himself to them as to heart, head, and will. From attuning the heart, the insight is awakened, that insight necessary to bring about the birth of a new soul. The head must follow suit. Once we are going to understand with our mind, with our reason, that a soul garment is necessary and also possible, the process of return can commence in the human being himself by a new activity of the will, by a new deed. When head and heart, reason and morality become a unity, when the eye-centered consciousness is replaced by a new rational moral consciousness, the will and the actions will conform to it because a positive reason requires a certain activity, requires a deed, makes a new mode of life necessary. The new soul cannot dwell in a system that is defiled and filled with eye centrality. That is why we must descend into the workshop of our heart in order to test reason against the new mode of life in practice. For this process to be encouraged, we must create room in the human heart. We must create silence.
quote a few paragraphs from the Chinese Gnosis, pages 153 and 154 by Jan van Reichenborg, one of the founders of the School of the Golden Rosicross. The light of the Gnosis is close by, and now we must open up our being in order to receive it, Tao. In his commentary on the Tao Te Ching, Jan van Reichenborg presents a concrete image of the new mode of life of the human being who walks the path. He is circumspect, like one who fords a stream in winter. Modesty and circumspection come naturally to him. For is he not like a newborn child giving its first cry in the new state of life? He is on his guard, like one who fears his neighbours. He is alert by day and by night, for as a newborn child, he lies in the stable of the nature of death, and is Herod not lying in wait to kill the child? He is attentive, like a guest to his host. He is dedicated to the spiritual school and its essence and always considerate towards everyone he meets. He disappears like ice when it melts. He is undergoing a process of constant change, a clearly demonstrable process of practical new life, which involves the disappearance of his former character type. He is simple, like uncarved wood, Simplicity is the distinguishing feature of his life. He is empty, like a valley. He is free of earthly desires. His heart sanctuary has been emptied of them. To outsiders, he is like cloudy waters. He makes no attempt to display his true state of being or to radiate his light just for the sake of it. So many people will consider him foolish, insignificant, inferior, ignorant, for like cloudy water, they cannot fathom him at all. As a result of this sevenfold mode of life, the five attributes will develop. Slight, subtle, obscure, penetrative, and deep.
friends, we have now reached the end of this meeting. Our reflections have confronted us with self-initiation into a new mode of life. From the power of the divine seed atom, insight is born. Insight is the open gate to our liberation. The entire blood state can be cleansed by the rose's power, so that head, heart, and will are constantly renewed with divine life power, <clears throat> while moving us through a life of self-surrendered action. We wish each other that we may use the possibilities granted to us by the Gnosis. May all of us experience how special these possibilities are, and may we use them positively in our life.